So what is the mission of Upper Chesapeake Health's journey to date? We're going to find out with Cassandra Crow jackson Vice President of Patient Experience, and David Branch, Vice President, Performance Improvement and Quality Management. This is the Hero Podcast from UM Upper Chesapeake Health. I'm Bill Klaproth. David, we're going to start with you. Can you explain to us what is a high reliability organization or an HRO? Great question, Bill. So I'll start from the beginning. The term high reliability organization is essentially a term that has been used quite often and typically associated with industries who have high risk in terms of the work environments that they support. And what you typically would hear is the nuclear industry, aviation, military services. So these are environments, you think about a nuclear plant, that you need to be able to operate at a long extended period of time without having some sort of serious catastrophe or harm. So when we think about the term high reliability, it, it sits so appropriately with, with healthcare. When you think about the complexity of what we do in terms of our service delivery and what we do for our patients, we want to be able to deliver our healthcare in such a way that it does not have catastrophic harm. And that harm for us is in essence um, a defect or, or death. We want to be able to not have errors and failures in terms of our delivery. So as a healthcare and as an industry, we're working towards becoming a high reliability industry. Typically in the past with healthcare, it has been really guided through regulations. And in regulations, and we've heard it even through Joint Commission, that regulations alone are not enough to transform us into a high reliability organization. Um, the second component here is healthcare has really changed in terms of how um, and the value system that we have. Typically in the past, the landscape has been driven by volume. And what we're seeing now is that the rise of consumer um, consumerism within healthcare to not only deliver the volume, but to deliver value. And so we're looking at patients, not just as patients any longer, but really looking at them as consumers and how do we drive greater value. And we really feel that um, becoming an HRO is in essence one of the key components towards us delivering value for our patients. That's really good, David. Uh, so thank you for explaining what an HRO organization is. Interesting. Nuclear, aviation, military, healthcare fits right in there when you're talking about high, complex organizations. So Cassandra, tell us then, what is HERO, H-E-R-O? So HERO is taking the HRO concept and personalizing it for our organization with a high focus on engagement as the key element for what will get us to um, becoming an HRO. And we chose that because we wanted to show some appreciation for the culture of excellence that was part of the legacy of Upper Chesapeake. It really helped create Upper Chesapeake. And we needed to have that focus around engagement because one of the things we really want to stress is that engagement is our ability to connect and understand each other, our patients, our families, and even our community. So we need that engagement to create shared meaning and values, and that's when we will have the, the, the root of what we need to become an HRO. It'll help us take some of the noise out of our environment, all the mixed messages, and really foster the fact that the hero journey is our journey. It is not a flavor of the month initiative, but it is who we are 
and how we will operate going forward. Really interesting. So your take on HRO is HERO, H-E-R-O, and the E stands for engage. So David, then what are you doing to help Upper Chesapeake Health become that hero? Awesome. So so let's discuss and, and, and think about the core components that we have that make up the hero journey. A joint commission has three core components that it highlights as a high reliability organization. And typically those are robust process improvement, um, we look at leadership commitment, and then the patient and just culture. And what we felt to really drive our hero journey, we expanded upon those. So there are really four core components to our hero journey. First and foremost is patient and family-centered care. We have to start with our patients at the, at the forefront and at the beginning, how we engage with our patients, how we're able to not just give care to them, but with them, how we're able to, to make them part of our overall care delivery and our plan. Uh, we've done a great job in terms of bringing in, and we have a patient family advisory council where we leverage um, our PFAs towards helping us with some of the solutions that we deploy. Secondly is when we talk about this term continuous improvement, Joint Commission calls it robust process improvement, but really, we really want to develop this culture that says we can always be better. And it's not just about being good, but it's about being great and it's about being excellent. So how do we continue to look at the processes that we have and drive those towards better care and better delivery and better experience that we have. The other component of continuous improvement is innovation. You know, my thought process is there should not be a problem that the 3,000 plus team members that we have can't solve, but it's how we leverage and how we drive a degree of innovation. The next component is our safety culture. Ultimately, we want to be sure that we're delivering safe care. And one of the core components is creating this just culture. When you think about healthcare and the complexity of what we do, we have humans and we're serving other humans. And so humans make error. So when those errors take place, how do we deal with them? How do we resolve? And in a just culture, it says that it's not going to be punitive when we make a mistake, but there's a shared accountability between the individual and the organization that we want to do the right thing. The other component is that we want to drive a, a shared and continuous learning, that we want to learn from our mistakes and continue to become and continue to be better. And then last, but not, but certainly not the least, we thought about leadership commitment, but we wanted to expand on that and, and become even greater. And we transformed and we talked about transformational leadership. The goal towards zero error and zero harm ain't an easy one. And as Cassandra highlighted, it's not for the faint of heart. It's not a, it's not a flavor of the month. It truly will require a degree of transformational leadership that's going to get us through this journey. And so when we think about transformational leadership, we think about four core kind of attributes to that leader. One, the ability to be able to innovate and become an innovator. We think about Steve Jobs and we think about some of the um, great leaders who are able to create and turn ideas into um, great implementations. The second is we think about influence. How do we take those great ideas and then influence the head and the hearts of our team members? Third, we look at implementers, and that's getting stuff done. Uh, talk is cheap, but how we're able to take the ideas that we have and execute. 
And then the last component of our transformational leader is that ability to inspire. This is a tough journey. And so you have peaks and valleys when you're in that journey. And as you're going through that journey, how do you continue to inspire your team, continue to put that gas in their tank to continue to move along the journey that we have? So that kind of creates a core component of what we're trying to do as a hero. Yeah, that's really interesting, David. And let me stick with you for one minute when I heard you answering that. This really sounds like your vision statement. Is that right? This is what you want Upper Chesapeake Health to become. Is that true? It is. And we, we think about this as that true north. Who is it that we're trying to become and aspiring to become as an organization? Um, and, and Bill, so we're, we're excited because we're starting that journey. There are things that we're currently already doing that has gotten us there. So we're, we aren't starting from ground zero here. When we think about how we operationalize this for the organization, we have four kind of core business imperatives or strategic objectives. And we want to deliver safe care, quality care, empathetic care, and efficient care. And I think about some of the things that we currently have going on, like related to safety. We have a patient safety brief. Every day, leaders throughout the organization from 9 to 9.15 come together to talk about any sort of patient safety event or team member or patient experience event. And it has helped to create a different degree of situational awareness within our organization. When we talk about quality, our goal towards zero, one of the things that we look at are hospital-inquired infections. So when one of our customers comes into our hospital that we're able to ensure that they're there isn't a defect in terms of their delivery that those HAIs, that Cardi, that Clapsy, that we could prevent, that we're working towards being able to reduce those. And over the last couple of years, we've seen significant reduction in our HAIs. So when we think about empathy, one of the strategies that we've begun to deploy is, is our AIDIT plus the promise that we have. And so when we think about what AIDIT stands for and how we engage with our patients and with our with our customers, our ability, one, to have a degree of acknowledgement. When we walk into a room, do we just acknowledge and acknowledge the presence that we're there uh, with our customers? Secondly, do we introduce ourselves? Um, when you're thinking about you're in a hospital and that patient is seeing a, a variety of different care caretakers in and out of their rooms in terms of how it relates. And so the ability to introduce yourself, hey, I'm David Branch and I'm with leadership and this is what my job is. Um, secondly, we look at the D, which is our duration. How long am I going to be there to set up an expectation over the next 10 minutes, five minutes, here's what I'm here to do. And then explain, explain why um, in the room um, and, and what my objective is there. And then lastly, the component of, of thank you. Just we know that our, our patients um, don't choose and want to be in our facilities most of the time, and we want and we recognize that we want to thank them for the work um, and being able to choose us as as their health um, care deliverer. And then, lastly, is the promise. If there was something throughout the experience that we've had that we have an opportunity to do service recovery and make their stay that much better, there's a promise there that we're going to take care of it, and we want to ensure that we deliver on that promise for our patients. Very well put, and this is really good for the staff to hear what you just articulated. Safety, quality, empathy, efficiency. This is a great vision statement to aspire to. So, Cassandra, if you could tell us what is next then. 
Well, what's next is this really this first year is all about creating awareness. Creating awareness from our team member perspective, even from our um, patients and families and our community in terms of what is HERO? What are we trying to do? And that will encompass our new mission, which is we deliver an exceptional care experience every person, every encounter, every day. So that we get to our vision, um, our true north of creating the healthiest community in Maryland. And that will be done with us all focusing on our values, which are excellence, integrity, teamwork, ownership, compassion, and trust. So for us to get to that engaged environment, we need everyone to understand what those components are, and more importantly, what's expected of me. What is my role in creating a, a hero culture? And so there will be a lot of uh, focus around training and an awareness and understanding of what we've also added is our must-have behaviors. Very clearly articulated expectations that every team member, every provider, everyone who is part of Upper Chesapeake Health will be held accountable to. And those behaviors will become part of our evaluations, how we interview, how we hire, how we retain. Um, and that'll be a huge shift for us in our culture. But it's important that we take that time to make sure everyone knows what's expected so that we do ultimately create that healthy community. And to do that, we'll need to do a lot of things differently. It'll show up differently in how leaders lead. Um, and that will include a ton of training for our leaders, training and development so that leaders understand their role in being transformational leaders, the, the type of leaders we're going to need to get to this ultimate um, goal of zero harm. Uh, we'll be rounding differently. So leaders will be out and about um, engaging with our team much more frequently than we are currently doing. And we hope there that we build a trust and a collaborative environment that focuses on continuous improvement, ensuring that we have patient family-centered care, and that we are always operating within a just culture. Um, so that we are driving on our journey a little bit quicker. We will um, engage more with our front line. So we'll have a group that we partner with continuously called our Hero Champions. And that's frontline-driven engagement that helps us focus on those elements of safety, quality, empathy, and efficiency. And that's really the first steps in our journey. And I think that the key thing here is to emphasize this is a journey. We will not resolve uh, being an HRO by the end of 2020 or fiscal 2020. This is the first steps in the journey. It will be um, a, a journey before we start seeing these values show up operationally um, so that everywhere we go, we're seeing a consistent level. But we know this and we're patient with the journey. Well, that makes a lot of sense. Communication is so important in a mission like this. And as you said, everyone needs to know what is expected of them. And as you put it, every person, every encounter, every day. That's a great mantra everyone can hold with them as they approach their daily responsibilities. So as we wrap up, I'm going to ask each of you for your final thoughts. David, please share your final thoughts with us. I, I think, Bill, I would end this by stating that this is just one step in the journey. I think our ability in leveraging podcasts and, and being able to 
from a 21st century communication, um, engage with our workforce across all generations and the millennials and our baby boomers in, in, in order to be you highlight it, communicate um, this journey. And so I'm really excited about this being kind of the inauguration and the start towards much more communication coming in the future from our CEO, Lau Sheldon, and just greater detail around what's related to this journey. And I think we're off to an awesome start. Very well said, David. And this podcast can help you deliver the important messages you need everyone to hear. Okay, Cassandra, you're in the anchor chair. If you can please share your final thoughts on our topic today from HRO to HERO, University of Maryland, Upper Chesapeake Health's journey to date. I, I am excited about the beginning of this journey. Um, more than anything, I believe we are a community organization and we serve a very mighty purpose. And that really is about becoming the heroes for our community. If we want the healthiest community, we have to be our heroes. And that starts with all of us being engaged with what we're trying to do on this journey and really understanding that we aren't far off. We are doing good things already. We just have to be a little bit more precise sometimes. We have to engage differently with each other and with our patients. And we have to focus on those elements of safety and of quality because that's really what our community is needing. And our community is us. It is our family. It is our friends. And we owe it to um, Harford County, to all the communities that we serve, to really create that zero harm, HRO, or hero environment. The community is us. So well said. Thank you, Cassandra and David. This is the Hero Podcast from UM Upper Chesapeake Health, a podcast for internal communications. Check back for our next episode soon. And thanks for listening.